Hello everyone, this is George Matt with the Carolina Tar Wheels. We have Catherine Zering here with us today from the East Coast Greenway. She's a specialist in Virginia and North Carolina part of the Greenway. And she hails from just outside New Orleans, Louisiana. Yep. And were you bike riders a kid? Yeah, well, I'm kind of like similar to a lot of young kids who are my age. I biked up until, you know, or maybe through middle school, and then once I got to high school, I stopped biking. And then it really wasn't until college that I picked up a bike again. And I thought I really wasn't going to use it much, really off campus. But then I started exploring, like, the downtown area and all these other neighborhoods close to the university, and, and that's when I really got hooked. And I've been, yeah, a bicyclist ever since. So from there, somehow you went to Virginia Tech. You ended up in Blacksburg. I went to graduate school at the University of Texas at Austin, where I specialized in urban planning and transportation planning. After graduating UT, I got an offer to be the bicycle programs manager for Virginia Tech. Uh, So I was basically like a campus bike and pedestrian planner for the university. While I was in Virginia, I volunteered for the Bike Kitchen, which is pretty much the same thing as the Durham Bike Co-op, where they refurbished old bikes and donated them to people in need, or people can buy them if they volunteered. And so, yeah, I did that, and then I was also part of the New River Valley Bicycle Association as well. And really during that time in Virginia Tech, that's whenever I bought my first road bike and kind of got into road cycling. That's quite a nice trail, I've heard, the New River uh, Trail. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then in Blacksburg, we had this really amazing trail called the Huckleberry Trail. That was a rails-to-trails project that connected the town of Blacksburg, you know, Virginia Tech, to the university. Really fell in love with trails and was, you know, riding on the New River Trail and the Huckleberry Trail and other, like, Virginia Creeper as well. And you weren't in the flatlands anymore. Yeah, no, (laughs) and that was the reason for getting a road bike. (laughs) So I could get a, yeah, much lighter bike. (laughs) Then you went to NC State, right? Yeah, yeah. So then after two, almost three years, so like two and a half years at Virginia Tech, I moved here to the Triangle, moved to Raleigh to become the transportation demand manager for NC State universities. And the East Coast Greenway now goes right through NC State campus, right? Yeah, so that's the Rocky Branch Trail. So we made this improvement where we did a green lane striping to ensure that one Vehicles who were parking at the gym would be aware of cyclists who were using the trail and pedestrians as well. And then also it helped for wayfinding for cyclists who were coming from the trail and they had to go through this parking lot. It could be a little difficult to kind of see exactly where the trail continued further on. So, yeah, so that was kind of, I guess, my first East Coast Greenway project working in NC State. Yeah, that that's very nice. I mean, I, I I've just seen pictures of it, but it looks like a sidewalk with the green stripe there mm-hmm. that uh, makes it obvious to everyone that it's a bike trail. Yep. Okay, so then uh, from there, of course, you went to the East Coast Greenway here. So now, understand you just got back from Richmond. We had our first Virginia committee meeting since I joined the East Coast Greenway. Pretty exciting year for Virginia because it looks like we're going to be able to designate 10 miles of trail, about seven and a half in Northern Virginia, and then we're going to designate a ferry. It's called the Jamestown-Scotland Ferry, Mm -hmm. so that's from Jamestown where the Virginia Capital Trail begins. Really probably one of the easiest designations that we can make um, because there's really 
no like on-road facility involved. So with Virginia, you have Northern Virginia. A lot of Northern Virginia is already complete from the D.C.-Virginia border at the Potomac River, heading all the way south into Fairfax County, into Mount Vernon. Okay, so, so it goes but, right along the river yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it goes right along the river. So I guess in um, Richmond and in Norfolk are kind of the biggest spots now that you're working with, right, urban areas? Yeah, and one of the most exciting projects that's happening in Virginia is along our historic coastal route, which for those listeners who may not be familiar, that's the spur route that goes from Richmond along the coast to the Virginia Beach area and then along the North Carolina coast and meets back up with our spine route in Wilmington. So one of the most exciting projects is the Virginia Capitol Trail Extension Project. And so that's one of the key reasons why we're designating the Jamestown-Scotland Ferry this year is because the Hampton Roads Transportation Planning Organization is working on a feasibility study to look at the extensions where essentially, hopefully in the next decade or so, we would be able to ride from Richmond all the way into, you know, Portsmouth and Norfolk and then also connect with the Dismal Swamp Canal Trail, which is currently designated as part of the East Coast Greenway. So this is over 100 miles of trail, and we're working on this study. And because of the popularity and the success that's happening right now with the Virginia Capitol Trail in terms of users and how many people support and love this trail, we're very optimistic that planning agencies will be able to secure funding to build out that extension trail, which as of now, they're calling it the birthplace of America trail. So from Jamestown all the way to Norfolk and Portsmouth. And there's kind of two connections. There's also going to be a spur to Williamsburg, uh, Yorktown. Um, So it's really going to hit the major destinations in the Hampton Roads region. The historic coastal route, which is currently... 45% 45% complete, we're pretty optimistic that in the next, hopefully, decade or two, that we'll see either a completed trail from Richmond to the Virginia border on the coastal side or a very close to, you know, completed trail in the next 10 to 15 years. Okay, so once you get into North Carolina, you get into, like, Elizabeth City and Edenton, you kind of go along those rivers. Yeah, we go through Greenville, Greenville, yes, uh, Kirby, yeah. Yeah. Only about 4% complete on the North Carolina side of the coastal route. There is a feasibility study, I think, currently underway, looking at the connections along in, in the Dismal Swamp on the North Carolina side to complete the trail between North Carolina and Virginia in that area. So that um, that's definitely looking pretty promising, but we do have a lot of gap on the coastal route. Right, and it does go along the beaches there in Emerald Isle. There's one, mm-hmm. one place that you, yeah. you do get out on the beach, but you don't, don't go to the Outer Banks because of all the erosion and bridges and stuff yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So from Richmond to Raleigh-Durham is kind of a gap there. Yeah, well, apart from the Tobacco Heritage Trail, which is in the Clarksville, for those familiar with that area, yeah, Clarksville is kind of the the biggest town there. And then it links the towns of Broadnax, Lawrenceville, and Boynton. So about 22 miles of trail that we've already designated. 
eventually will designate, I think, close to 50 for the Tobacco Heritage Trail. And the Tobacco Heritage Trail is not paved, so it is that crushed stone and, like, natural surface. But it's still a very beautiful trail, and they love being a part of the East Coast Greenway network. And so, yeah, so that area just north of the North Carolina border is definitely well-developed in terms of trail mileage. But, yeah, that there is... A significant gap between Richmond and Durham, apart from the Tobacco Heritage Trail. You know, it's funny, it seems like the big gaps are in rural areas, and I guess the good thing about that is if there's funding, the land is not so hard to acquire, right? Yeah, so our, our biggest gaps, uh, you're right, are in the rural areas. It is challenging. Local communities in those areas really have limited resources in terms of staffing, in terms of funding that they can allocate towards building out greenways. And so we are trying to to help our rural uh, partners to secure funding. And sometimes even if they are able to get a grant, um, it's a little difficult to come up with that local match. So that's kind of another challenge funding-wise. And also with sometimes... Not having as much population could be a little hard to justify some trails in in kind of more rural and isolated areas. We have some great advocates in those areas, but sometimes it can be difficult to make the case for trails. Right, right. So many other needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So the success story in all of this is our area right here, right? Raleigh, Durham, and out to Clayton. Yeah, so the Triangle region is the most connected urban area on the entire East Coast Greenway Corridor. And with our Southeast Greenways and Trails Summit that we have in October of this year, we really hope to be able to tell that story of how developed and how lucky we are to have such an amazing and well-connected trail network here in the Triangle The triangle mileage from the northern tip of Durham, where the Ellerbee Creek Trail begins, all the way down to Clayton, is 70 miles, and 65 of those miles are complete. So we only have five miles left to build out the Greenway in the triangle region. So there's downtown Raleigh network, even though we could technically route along the Walnut Creek Greenway now, since it is the east-west southern connector across Raleigh. We really think it's very important to connect downtown areas and centers where there's activities and destinations and where there's the most people, you know, living and working and playing. And so we're working with the city of Raleigh. They've just adopted their bicycle master plan update for the city. And so they're working on programming cycle track throughout downtown Raleigh that will become part of the East Coast Greenway. And for anyone who's not aware of what a cycle track is, a cycle track is a protected bicycle facility. There's usually a, a concrete buffer either that's either like through planners or just like a raised concrete pad between uh, the traffic lanes, you know, for cars. Usually it's two ways, two lanes for bicyclists. And then so for us, uh, for the East Coast Greenway, in order to uh, designate a cycle track, we have to have a parallel sidewalk along the cycle track so that we have both pedestrian and bicycle access to that part of the trail. 
Yeah, I always think of the Greenway as a bike trail, but it's really meant for any kind of non-motorized access. Yeah, rollerbladers, scooters. (laughs) (laughs) Snowboarders. uh. Yeah, oh yeah, especially in like New England area, yeah. Cross-country skiers. Yeah, skiers in the winter. (laughs) (laughs) So this uh, conference that's coming up in October, that's a three-day conference, starts on... Sunday, does uh, it Sunday, say? October 1st. Sunday, yep. okay. Three days. Is it open to the public? Yeah, so uh, there is a, a fee for to attend the conference, but really anyone could come. We are, it, it is kind of geared towards like professional planning staff, but we are creating a conference uh, to where we really hope to see a lot of bike and pedestrian and trail advocates as well. So we're doing lots of mobile workshops we're having speakers from local advocacy groups um, and advocacy groups throughout the southeast region, really, uh, to come and speak about kind of what community engagement measures that they're doing um, to advocate for, you know, their local trails. Um, yeah, and so just to kind of go through the schedule of events, on Sunday we're having a couple of active events to kick off the conference. So we're doing a a 5K from Full Steam, that's our annual Ales for Rails Trails 5K, and that 5K will be run on the LRB Creek Trail. And then we're also doing a bike ride on the American Tobacco Trail, and then we're doing, I believe we're going to be partnering with the Durham History Hub, or either a local historian, and we're going to do a, a history walk through downtown Durham. So that'll be um, on Sunday, and then we're going to have a a keynote event that will be open to the public after all of our active events in the evening. Chuck Flink, who's one of our Greenway Council members, and he was also a former uh, board chair for the East Coast Greenway Alliance, uh, and he's really a Greenway leader nationally, and so he's going to be giving the keynote address for the conference on Sunday. And he's um, like NC State faculty, is that right? Or? Yeah, um, I, yeah, I think right now he's teaching a couple landscape architecture classes. Uh, yeah, he started Greenways, Inc., um, so he's done lots of trail projects throughout the southeast and really uh, throughout the U.S., and so we're very excited and honored to have him speak kind of to open up our conference. And then we're also having kind of a really fun and low-key networking mixer as well in the evening. We're going to have a DJ. Local breweries will be there. We're going to have food catered as well. So uh, very welcoming and kind of relaxed way to enter into this conference where we hope to really learn a lot from other trailblazers in the southeast. And then so Monday will be pretty much a full day of workshops. And then Tuesday, we're going to be uh, finishing up our sessions in the morning. And then all afternoon, to get in the conference, we're going to do mobile workshops. We're doing a mobile workshop on um, the American Tobacco Trail, and that's going to be led by Alta Planning Design and ITRI. And ITRI is uh, the Institute of Transportation Research and Education housed at NC State. Um, So they're going to be talking about uh, the GAP um, well, the Bridge the Gap study and the, the bridge over I-40 on the American Tobacco Trail and that critical connection that was made and the investment there. Um, so that should be um, a really fun um, educational bike tour for the American Tobacco Trail. 
Um, and then we're doing a kind of suburban uh, greenway uh, ride through Cary to look at you know, how you can build um, and retrofit suburban areas uh, to include greenways. Uh, and then we're also going to be hosting a um, kind of greenways and art mobile workshop as well in Raleigh with, and we're partnering with the North Carolina Museum of Art. And we're going to be riding, and this is also a walking tour as well. And you're also looking for a few local volunteers, right? Uh, yeah, because we're also considering for at least for the Raleigh mobile workshop, We'd love to do a longer bike ride. So for those who just want to walk, they would stay on the museum grounds. But then for, for those who are interested in biking, we'd love to start in downtown Raleigh and do the heart-to-art connection that connects the downtown Raleigh with the North Carolina Museum of Art. And so that would be on the uh, Rocky Branch Trail and then the Reedy Creek Trail into the museum. And so we'd, be, we'd love to have ride leaders who'd be interested in helping with, you know, leading and sweeping. And then if anyone wants to help with, like, registration or anything during the conference, if anyone would be interested in, in that type of role, you know, we're definitely looking for um, interested people. Okay, well, that's uh, that's something to look forward to. The first, uh, October 1st through the 3rd this year. So yep. coming up soon. Final question I wanted to ask you was, if you could take a week off and bike along any part of the trail, where would you go? Oh, okay. So would it be just the East Coast Greenway or, or any other trail? <laughs> well, okay, well, so I'll start with the, uh, the East Coast Greenway. Well, it's been a dream of mine for the last couple of years to bike the Great Allegheny Passage, and so I really want to do that soon. But um, another section of the East Coast Greenway, I love to bike um, the entire route through Maine. I mean, Maine is just so beautiful. It's always been a dream of mine um, to bike there. And so I'd love to bike the, yeah, Down Eastern Sunrise Trail um, and, and the the current path through Portland, Maine. I'd love to do that. I'd also love to uh, bike the Overseas Heritage Trail along the Florida Keys. That would be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, to bike, I guess, the the first part, the northernmost part of our route and the southernmost part of the route as well. And then um, this wouldn't be a week-long trip, but I'm planning a bike overnight soon uh, this summer to bike the Virginia Capitol Trail where uh, a couple friends of mine and I will start in Jamestown, bike up to Richmond, spend the night in Richmond, and then bike back. Sounds good. We've had uh, Catherine Zering with us from the East Coast Greenway. Thank you so much, Catherine. Yeah, thanks, George. Thank you.